Yeah. All right. We are back. That's right, baby. <laughs> I was ready for it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's your boy, Fat Samurai Guy. Preston back again with another movie review. It's been a while, my friend. And th this is like perfect. Because like I said before, you know, this channel celebrates action and martial arts and horror and a little bit of sci-fi. And sometimes we think out of the box, we'll do some uh, movie reviews that are different. But sometimes it's just good to just go back in time when films were made differently and you can experience and be pleasantly surprised by movies you, either you didn't know existed <laughs> or movies you just go back you just go back in the in the well and 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 pull out some classics and experience something phenomenal and that's the magic of movies and i'd like to give the shout out right now to a filmmaker, director, that's right, director Bone Cold, Billy Hansen, giving you a shout out right now, son. Hey. <laughs> this great, amazing, awesome recommendation. Yes. And it's nice to take a break once in a while from the from the martial arts and the action and the horror movies. Uh, yeah, it's nice to do do something a little bit different. So thanks again, Billy. Yeah, no, of course, man. Any any opportunity to talk about this movie or like make people aware of this movie that it exists, uh, I am all for it. So thank you yeah. for checking out yeah i mean you blew my mind because last time we had you here uh if you guys everybody watching thanks again for tuning in right now but uh make sure you check out our previous uh uh interview video where i interviewed old billy here for his suspense film bone cold that's right and we were talking about i mean we're already brothers he likes metal music he likes queens of the stone age yeah all right <laughs> he that, likes happened, that happened real quick with us i feel like <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like He likes horror movies, but uh, his forte is suspense. He has fell in love with the genre of suspense. And that's when we kind of just kind of went into the conversation of suspense films and the genre. And that's when you brought up The Wages of Fear. And you blew my mind because I had absolutely no idea that this film came out and uh, way before The Sorcerer, Friedkin Sorcerer. Mm -hmm. And that movie blew my mind. And I'm I'm a late bloomer to Sorcerer. Uh, shout out to my, my buddy Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast. He's the one that recommended Sorcerer. And I watched that, and that blew my mind. So yeah. now I'm like, oh, my God, there's a movie that inspired Sorcerer. I got I got to see the original. So that's where Wages of Fear yeah. comes in. You know what's funny about that, too, is so I saw Wages of Fear a long time ago, and I had no idea for the longest time that Sorcerer existed. So I remember having a conversation with someone where we were like, what? He was like, what is that movie with the trucks? And they're going through the thing and explosions. I was like, oh, it's The Wages of Fear. And he's like, no, 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 it's not that. I was like, no, it's definitely that. What are you talking about? That's the story. And so both of us had to get to that like, oh, oh, there's a remake of this. Oh, there's an original. Yeah. I feel like people either know one or the other, but not a lot of people know that they both exist. Right. Yeah, I didn't know. So yeah, yeah. thanks for bringing that to light. But uh, I've only seen Sorcerer once, blew my mind, loved it. Unfortunately, it was bad release timing because <laughs> Star Wars oh, came yeah. out. That was a wrap for yeah. Sorcerer. Plus, the title could have been called something different. Um, but uh, still love the movie. Yeah. But I have to ask you, Billy, I've only seen it once. You re you told me you rewatched it recently. How do you yeah. feel about it now in comparison to Wages of Fear? Uh, I feel like nothing will top Wages of Fear for me. Like, uh, that's not speaking as someone like I don't look down on remakes at all. I think stories right. can be told, you know, for new generations, that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, in comparison, Wages of Fear is like 
whenever anyone asks me my favorite movie, that's that that's my answer, hands down. Uh, and I mean, you got the poster right there in the back. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right there. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I have it looking at me all day, every day. Uh, but yeah, that's that's like my pinnacle for movies. So when I saw Sorcerer, I was already very familiar with Wages of Fear. I had already read the book at that point too, because it's because the first film is based on the book. Um, and so I do I love Sorcerer. There are some like there's some incredible imagery in it, and there are some moments of just like sheer terror. Uh, yes. And it's like the scene on the bridge of this whole thing just swaying and this crazy flood going on, like. That was in the time, too, when directors were just at the height of their power and he was just kind of doing whatever he wanted. I think he was, like, fresh off The Exorcist. And so they were just kind of letting him do whatever he wanted. He was doing all this dangerous stuff. Um, But it really, it really comes through. Um, And then the last shot, or the last part of it, you know, part of his trip where he's just carrying the one case and he's so weak and tired and, like, he could drop it at any second. And yeah. It's just like so tense. And that stuff doesn't exist in Wages of Fear. Um, but there's something about the Wages of Fear for me that just like sinks a little deeper. Like it sinks its teeth in a little deeper. And gotcha. uh, it's, it's for me, that one was a lot more psychological. And that's that's what I really liked about it. As much as me and you are fans of Friedkin's work, um, mm-hmm. I have to ask you, uh, I, I seen a I seen like a, a posting that he stated that Sorcerer is not a remake. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, oh, yeah. uh, well, I don't know. I mean, what do you think about that? Is he? Yeah, I mean, I don't I mean know. he was clearly inspired by it. Yeah, I mean, they very clearly diverted some things. You know, like they have right. bandits in in Sorcerer where they don't, they're not in the uh, the first movie, and yeah. So I don't know. I think I was reading up a little bit today about it. Actually, there may have been something tricky with the rights to the movie, but not to the book. So oh. I think they were saying, like, no, this is an adaptation of the book. And okay. it's not a remake of the movie. I I think that's where they landed. I don't know if the rights got tied up or they just wouldn't give the rights or something. But I think the rights to the movie uh, are held very closely. Okay. Okay. So that's probably what he meant. was leaning toward more, you know. Yeah. It, it more... has a different feel. It's a similar premise, but it has its own different feel, different time. You know what I mean? It was. Made, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, there is argument for that, I'm sure, for sure. But yeah, but before yeah. we dive deep into it, don't forget, guys, everybody watching right now, uh, this will be all spoilers. I mean, the movie came out in 1953. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna watch everything. <laughs> fuck it. All right, we're doing spoilers, but we still recommend you guys watch it anyway, so yeah. you can experience it for yourselves. Uh, really quickly here, hold on, we got a we got Brian Sanchez throwing it up. Thanks again for watching and tuning in, brother. We appreciate that. That's right, that's right. Uh, but really quickly, I have to, since I have you here, I got to get your opinion on this. Yeah. Uh, I have not spoken about this with anyone else, but I heard about it. I seen videos on it and I'm, I'm a little concerned. So I have to ask you, yeah, Yeah. you know exactly what I'm going to (laughs) say, right? So I'm sure you heard about Criterion Channel, uh, kind of taking out certain scenes from the French Connection. Because I guess it's overly, it's over. It's it's owned by Disney too, I believe. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I don't know if you did. You know that is it? Did you, I didn't did know you, that actually. No, I thought you were yes. going to say something else, but I'll tell you about that in a second too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Disney has already edited movies that appeared on the Disney Channel. That that's bad enough, but yeah, it's on their channel. 
but the fact that Criterion Collection, I mean, that's they're prestigious. Yeah, I you know, love, they're a prestigious label, and uh, they need to start releasing 4Ks though. But they're they're a prestigious label, but their actual I don't know if you guys knew this. Everybody watching right now, the Criterion Channel, the channel itself, where you can watch all of their movies, has started editing and taking out certain dialogue that may be offensive to today's audience. And I'm like, you can't do that <laughs> for classic <laughs> movies. It's called film preservation. Yeah. So Criterion is going against, clearly going against what they stand for. And I hope this is the one and done thing. I hope they don't keep doing this with other movies. But yeah, it yeah. was it was French Connection. They took out dialogue because somebody got offended. And I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. There's certain characters written a certain way because of a certain time. And you got to understand yeah. the context of that character, the context of that dialogue. Yeah, you know, in that scene, you can't just remove it because someone's offended. And I, that's like, I hope that is not something that we will repeatedly see. Criterion do yeah. Disney doing Disney doing it for their channel is bad enough. It makes sense, right? Yeah, but yeah, I don't know if you heard about that. I didn't hear about the French Connection. They there was something similar with Miller's Crossing. And I don't think that was like somebody getting offended. I think it was like a versioning issue where maybe they, again, like rights were, were funky or something like that, but they okay. released like a shorter version of Miller's Crossing. Right. And I, I remember people being a little bit like, why, why did you guys do that? Like, I, I don't know. I, so yeah. I don't No, I hadn't heard about that with French connection. Like, yeah, that stuff, if they're about film preservation, which I know they are like, yeah, you, you got to preserve everything that's in there as it was. Yeah. You know? like, I think yeah. with with the stuff that's offensive, I think uh, just personally the way to deal with it is you say, "Yeah, that's pretty offensive. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> we don't we don't put that in new movies." And that's that's how it is, right? But yeah, but it's like you still you don't take it out. No, you don't <laughs> of the, of the you original don't movie. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if somebody went in in The Wages of Fear and took out scenes from that? Because yeah. I mean, they well, you can't. Funny enough. Uh, they so in the 50s, this movie, The Wages of Fear, was banned in the States because it was uh like very anti-American with the the oil, the uh, oil company coming in and sort of like taking over this town and you know exploiting workers and that kind of thing, exploiting the poor, and like right. very anti-American. So at first it was banned outright. Uh, and then when they they finally like edited it heavily to take out all the anti-American stuff, and it was just like an oil company that was there. And they released it in the States. I've never seen that cut of it. I think that's like long, long forgotten now. Yeah. Uh, so funny enough, I, I think it was Criterion who maybe championed that original cut of it with all the anti-American stuff in it. Yeah, that's that's the Criterion we we love and support. Yeah. So hopefully this new Criterion shenanigans uh, will we'll cease. But yeah, I just wanted to bring yeah. that up and get your thoughts on it. Uh, but yeah, Wages of Fear, 1953, directed by... Go, Billy. Henry George Clouseau. Yes. I'm having you do it. H.G. Clouseau, I think, is how we went. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having Billy do it because yeah. <laughs> that guy's going to watch the name there. A uh, quick plot synopsis. So, in a decrepit South American village, four men are hired to transport an urgent nitroglycerin shipment without the equipment that would make it safe. And what a bunch of interesting uh, characters. A lot of these characters are great, too. Very interesting. And great performances from everyone. Great cinematography. The music's great. Very dark and bleak. And like, you know, right off the bat, 
I mean, this this whole this whole little small little town here, it's just like the ass end of Earth, right? What do they call yeah. what do they call Tatooine? <laughs> oh yeah, that's the ass end of, of Star Wars, right? Uh, it's just a yeah. horrible place. A lot of yeah. poor people. It, everyone's <laughs> literally just waiting to die. Yeah, and everyone's, everyone's hot and sweaty and grand yeah. with nothing to do, and yeah, yeah, it's it's a depressing depressing yes. place yes yeah and it's just like you know there a lot of people are desperate for work and and you know and and some people are desperate to get the hell out of there like this character right here yeah. <laughs> this little adorable uh sweetheart of a character she's just like all right i, I like the new i like the new gent that I'm, I'm eyeballing uh hey let's go mm-hmm. let's go hang out let's party let's get out of here <laughs> uh what, what, what was your honest thoughts of this character though uh so it's a really interesting portrayal because she's just like overly sweet, overly doting and like devoted to the main character of Mario, you know, and he is this guy who just could not care any less about her. Yeah. The guy out <laughs> there yeah. could not care any less about her, treats her horribly. She's like stealing cigarettes from the shop for him in the beginning. And she just wants him to love her. And that's it. That's all she wants. Like in her whole life. And, um, he just treats her with such disdain almost like just she's pathetic for wanting me in this kind of thing. Um, And it's, but it speaks so much to his character uh, that he's just so ready to get out of there. And he is so worried about himself and his own ambitions and uh, that he can't see, you know, this beautiful woman who ever the other people talk about how beautiful she is, how much they, they want her and appreciate her. And he's just like, I don't care. Yeah. This guy, uh, you know, gross. What is the you know, uh, bar uh, where everyone goes, and uh, he's just like objectifying her and being kind of gross about her, and mm-hmm. yeah, wants her to himself. But you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's it's it's kind of, it's heartbreaking to watch the way that they treat her. Yeah, yeah. like cleaning Lin- the Linda, floors, I believe. Linda, yeah. right? Yeah, Linda, who is actually character. played by uh, Vera Clouseau, who is H.G. Clouseau's wife. Ah, I think okay. I, I was I was thinking that that's what that was um, his wife. Yeah, but she did a great job uh, in terms yeah. of acting in there. I felt sorry for a little bit. I was like, come yeah, on, I man. Mean, yeah, on. there's the scene where they're driving off, and she's like clinging yeah. to his door, saying like begging him not to go because he's gonna die, and what's she gonna be left with? She's gonna have this. She's gonna be stuck in this town with everybody else, and he's not gonna be there. And yeah, with this asshole. Stuck. Yeah, yeah, he's stuck with this asshole here. Uh, hold uh, on a second. Get Psych Long saying morning. Well, good morning, morning. to you, Psych. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is morning somewhere. Yes, it is morning somewhere. Uh, but yeah, uh, she was fun. But yeah, you did feel feel for her uh, a little yeah. bit. But yeah, this town is just like everyone's desperate. Uh, yeah, death, death to... was the norm. Yeah, Hung, yeah, hunger and death was the norm for this town. Yeah, the, there's a great description of the town too, and it's it just sort of paints a picture of everything where. They say, yeah, you know, I, I bought a ticket for a dollar to get here, but it costs a thousand dollars to get out. And yes. they're just trapped. There's just nothing to do except for work for the oil company that's right there. Right. And, yeah. You know, that's you know, that's the only thing you can do, but it's so incredibly dangerous. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you said, death is the norm. People are dying constantly, yeah. people are getting hurt and maimed and burned. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, for they, sure. But I would have to say my 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 favorite character in the movie is Luigi. <laughs> oh, he's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just like fun loving. He just looks happy. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to hang out with Luigi, man. Let's, yeah. let's go. Let's go hang out. 
get some get some champagne, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed uh, his character. But yeah, really, again, characters with uh, character development showing mm-hmm. layers. In the beginning, Mario was kind of a dick. I mean, yeah. he really was a dick. He was a dick he's to like Luigi. A swindler. He's a swindler. He just like is oh, incredibly yeah. selfish. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, latches onto the character of Joe when he shows up, who's like very clearly just, yeah, there he is, just very clearly like a Robert De Niro kind of gangster criminal on the run. Yeah. And like they together they're you know they think they're just gonna own the town they're gonna take over everything and you know run the show and uh you know as the story progresses they go out on the trucks you see just everything quickly devolve but this is one of those movies that i love (laughs) they take so long in the beginning it's like an hour before they go out on the trucks yes this is a slow burn film but for sure for sure if you're patient, you you will be rewarded as a as an audience member. Yeah, and it's um, one of those movies too that's doing all those scenes leading up, building the character and stuff. It's doing so much more than you think it's doing, and it's giving you yes. a lot more. Giving you so that when it's in the back end, you're remembering all that stuff, and yeah, yes. you're realizing how epic of a journey this is. Especially with with Joe, like you're right, he he did show up like he was straight up gangster. He was badass. Yeah. He was a big shot. You know, everybody in the town was looking at him. They were mean mugging him. You know, they were like, look at yeah, this yeah. dude. Acting like he's the shit, rolling up in here. You know what I mean? And then and, he pulls a gun on Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> like, this son of a bitch. Like, how dare you? That's my friend Luigi. <laughs> I know. And he and he, he ends up slapping him. And oh, then he's like, yeah, yeah. Then he gives Luigi the gun. He's like, pull the trigger. I mean, he was really showing uh, how badass he was or how much balls yeah. he had, which makes <laughs> his character arc. <laughs> Yeah. I was stunned later what happens. We're going to get to that. What what yeah. happens to the character? Because at this point, you're like, holy shit, you don't want to mess with Joe here. Yeah. Uh, this whole entire sequence in the bar, the entirety of it, the very beginning where, you know, he's, you know, Luigi's trying to turn on, turn on the radio and have some fun. And then the, you know, Joe's like, no, I don't like, I don't like loud music, turns it off. Ever since that, to the very beginning until the very end where he slaps him all that dude i was like this is like i was on edge of my chair here I'm yeah like, okay what it is, is gonna tense. it was really really tense and suspenseful the whole entire sequence yeah even He's when it came wondering. down to yeah even when it came down to him trying to order drinks for his friends yeah uh it got really i was like dude it's about to escalate, uh, you know, what, what was it? What was it that escalated very quickly? When yeah. <laughs> and somehow, when the gun comes out, it still escalates more. Like it, he pulls the gun, you're like, "All right, well, it's done." Then no, no, it's like, "Well, yeah, it's easy to pull." What is he? he has a line that's something like, "Well, yeah, you can, you know, it's easy to talk a big game with a gun or something." And he just hands in the gun. He's like, "Go ahead." And he just stands there. Yeah. And just like somehow, it's one extra twist of the knife that's just like fascinating. Yeah, and Joe's like, he just gives the gun back. He's like, I am no murderer. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna roll out for today. Yeah, uh, but yeah, at this point, you did not want to mess with Joe. No, uh, he was the alpha in the room at this point of the movie, which <laughs> blows my mind. What happens later? So yeah, so talk about uh, the the explosion and ev- and everything going to shit. So yeah, they they select these four people from the town who are all desperate to get out and basically offer them like 
hey, this is an impossible job, but mm-hmm. you know, if you pull it off, you're going to be rich. You'll have enough money to get out of here and have and be set up. So of course, everyone's clamoring for it. They, uh, you know, all, all the men in the town basically show up to do this thing, and uh, they select four people. Joe has to has to uh, worm his way in there because he wasn't chosen, but it's you know implied that he killed the guy or like yeah because. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, five. yeah, Joe was not chosen uh, because no. of it. what was the reason again? It was they, um, they told him he's too old, right? Which is yeah. funny because the guy they the other guy they chose looked older, yeah, looked older, <laughs> but I guess he yeah, had more that, experience. Yeah. I I think he actually was a truck driver, if I remember yeah. correctly. So yeah, and they did the test. Reason. They did the test runs. To see yeah, these guys are good at what they do before they yeah, selected so. them. Yeah. But then they go off of these trucks that are obviously too dangerous, filled with yeah. nitroglycerin that if you bump it like that, it explodes and they all die. Yeah, that's right. They drop one little drop and it explodes in the room. And yeah, they just all freak out. And uh, yeah, that's that's stuff Crazy. you don't want to be with. Um, and they they really make a meal out of that too, like loading the trucks. There's a dude. There's a dude that's just walking up right here slowly, just stumbles for a second, and it's the smallest little stumble. Yeah. And it's so te- because if he drops that, they all die. <laughs> like, I know everybody. Everybody's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's just so incredibly tense when you're not really expecting it. Like such such a mundane thing as bringing these right. barrels up onto a truck or the the bottles, whatever they are, the canisters. That's the word up onto the truck. You know, yeah. that is extremely dangerous. And uh, and they were yeah. getting big money. I mean, for yeah, that was big money for back then. For sure, yeah, yeah. I think it so. was they, they were being offered two thousand dollars each. But each. If, yeah, if if somebody didn't make it, the rest of them would split the shares. Right, and uh, right. yeah, so they they don't all make it. Big spoiler. Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, very tense on the way. Yeah. Very slow moving, but man, yeah. it, and anything can happen at any time. They, yeah, you know, they really had to point, use their skills. It's just nonstop, I feel like, you know, and it's, it's not fast action. It's very slow moving. Like those trucks, yeah. they don't go fast except right. for I guess there's one scene, but uh, yeah, the first thing. So this is when I'm going to jump back a little bit for a second. The first time I saw this, I was in film school and we had this class that was called film genres. And it was basically a professor would come in, show us a movie. We would talk about it. And then that would, that was the class, but it was like three hours long and it was at the end of a really long day. So none of us like going to it but I almost skipped the class that had this movie, but we watched it and I was into it. You know, I was into it for the first like 45, whatever minutes. And then the trucks came along and then the suspense just ratchets up and ratchets up from there. But the first really big suspenseful scene is the trucks driving over that, um, the, I don't even know what you call it. The, the ridges, you know, in the road where if you go too slow, the truck will bounce a little. And right, boom! If you go too fast, mm-hmm. no, you know what? You have to go slower, fast. That's what it was. Right, you, have, you couldn't. You, you couldn't just go, stop. You couldn't stop. You and yeah, you, you couldn't. I think it was you couldn't go like thirty miles an hour. You had to go faster than that or slower than that. That's what right. It was. Right. Otherwise, the truck will vibrate and it will explode. So, just right. by happenstance, the first truck, which is about like they say half an hour ahead, decides they're going to go slow over the bumps. Yeah, and then the second truck decides they're going to speed over the bumps, and you just watch the two trucks coming closer, and they realize what's happening, but they can't stop, and they're going yeah. closer and closer and closer, 
And I, that's in the first time I saw it, I was sitting in class, I was sitting like this on the edge of my seat, just like what could possibly happen right now. Yeah. And just escape disaster by the narrowest, narrowest margin. Uh, I, wonder so if this, I, was in. I wonder if this movie and book inspired speed. <laughs> I, it had to have been in part. It had to. Yeah, because, like, I those, this, the way that the suspense is constructed in every scene, like any writer, director, anybody who pulls on suspense or lives in that world, like they have to at least know about the movie and know how effective it is. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I know, you know that Christopher I'm... Nolan talked about it for Dunkirk. He talked about ah. pulling from a fear. Yeah, I don't exactly know how because yeah. Dunkirk doesn't really seem like that kind of movie, but uh, he did talk about that as one of his inspirations. Interesting. Well, all that. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. There was another movie I've always wanted to see uh, that very that also sounded similar to well, Wages of Fear came before it, but there was it came out in I think in the seventies. I'm not sure, but it was a Japanese film called Bullet Train, I think, and Sonny Chiba was in that. But uh, that was no. that was very similar. They're on the bullet train, and they had to stay a certain speed, or there oh. was going to be an explosion. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy, huh? Right? Apparently, uh, that's just a trope. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> well, it had to start. It had to start somewhere, man. Yeah, that's right. That's is. right. Uh, but yeah, that was that scene was very intense, especially when they were trying to cross the little bridge here. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah, that was in intense as well. Another really simple little setup, like yeah, you have to, to do this really tight hairpin turn using the help of this little bridge, and it's rotting wood, and it just escalates. It's the same as that scene with the gun. It just gets worse and then worse and then worse and then worse. Yeah, yeah. and then the heavier truck comes in. It's just crazy. So yeah, yeah. simple yeah, but effective. That sums yeah. up wages of fear right there. Yeah, uh, but. Here's where Samurai Guy, here's where I'm just like, oh my God, are you are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> so we're introduced to again the badass Joe, right? Mm -hmm. Like hey, 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 you know, hey, hey don't be, yeah. let me call my buddies and take you out. You don't want to mess with Joe. He's the kingpin. All right. He's the alpha. That's the tough guy. He's the that's right, the tough guy, the alpha. We'll give you the gun. We'll give you his gun and tell you to pull the trigger because that's how badass he is. This character, by towards the third act of this movie, becomes completely useless. <laughs> <laughs> completely useless and, and just yeah. scared and just a complete 180 of his character. Complete coward. Yeah. But I could not believe it. There, what scene was it where... Um, He's just holding, instead of getting away from the truck, I think rocks were coming down. It was after right? they blew up the rock, yeah. Right, right. They blew up the rocks to get to get through. And the rocks were coming down, and everyone else is, you know, off to the side. And he's such a coward. He's so scared that he stays hold in by the truck, holding onto the truck like this. Yeah. Because he's so scared to move or do anything. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I couldn't believe that this was the same guy from earlier in the film, yeah. but that's great writing. Yeah. Great character development. Something that you're not, you don't see coming. Yeah, and I, I, I couldn't believe it. That's one of the things I love the most about this movie. Cause you know, in the stuff that I write, I write a lot about masculinity and I write a lot about like toxic masculinity, how it, how it steers people wrong, how it can be a facade, whatever. But that, you know, that, character development that arc his like downfall is one of the most fascinating things to me because you know he is a tough guy he literally gives somebody a gun 
and says, shoot me. And he doesn't flinch. He doesn't blink. He doesn't anything. And then you sort of realize it's not about this, like, it's not about a lack of fear. It's about a lack of control for him. And I think if he's yeah. in control of that situation, he's fine. He knows what's going to happen. He's not going to die. This guy's not going to shoot me. He wouldn't have done it if he thought he would. Right. But yeah. it's when he's not in control and facing death, like, crumbles, immediately crumbles. And I, I just find that so fascinating. Completely useless. Yeah. <laughs> I just got he's, backed he's, over. He's, He's finding excuses for things. He's like, oh, I don't, it doesn't feel right. I don't like it. You know, the brakes aren't working. This, this truck yeah. is too old. And everyone's like, will you stop it? Like they checked it. We're all in this. We have to do it. So, yeah. Go. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's amazing to watch. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, you have got to be, I was watching this with my wife and, and she was, just, she was, she said, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> While watching this movie and seeing how this character is like completely cowardly and useless. Uh, yeah. But what I did enjoy was the the other uh, characters, the other drivers ended up kind of working together. Like they, it was mm -hmm. a little bit of a competition, but at the same time, they worked together. Uh, and I get good old Luigi there in the middle there. And yeah. I, and I enjoyed seeing them bond a little bit because they're trying to, you know, this is a dangerous job. They're trying to work to say, hey, you know, we got to work together to get to get through this. And especially yeah. the explosion sequence where they had to blow up the boulder in the middle, and 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 then Luigi ran back to stop it because they didn't think they were far enough. I yeah. was like, "Movie, don't <laughs> you kill Luigi?" Do <laughs> I was like, "Don't you do it?" And then they, they, they found his, the explosion happened. They found his body. Joe was yeah. over there freaking out. He probably pissed himself. And <laughs> then uh, they found Luigi, but he was okay. They they you know they. They uh, brought him to his feet, and he was okay. He was okay. His ears were at, ringing, he said, yeah. Yeah, at and the then, time, yeah. <laughs> Luigi was okay. Yeah. So the other character, too, yeah, is Bimba. I yeah. watched it, I watched it uh, again uh, you know, yesterday, uh, just to get, get it fresh in my mind. And his character is just, like, the coolest customer the whole time. And, you know, even back in the town, he's like, fine he's doing fine he has work you know he's still with everyone kind of roughing it out but he has work and yeah. then he goes to the truck and he's like the first one selected he's just a cool customer you know like the most even keeled person the person who changes the least the whole time yeah. uh and in that scene that you just showed he's like shaving in the truck and he has a line that's just iconic for me he's like uh well if i'm gonna be a corpse i'm gonna be a good looking corpse or something like that you know, like the cool foreshadowing dude foreshadowing yeah. <laughs> the shock and terror that we're about to experience a couple of seconds after that scene. But yeah, yeah. you're right. He was uh, very cool the whole time in control, knew what to do. He's like, ah, oh, this is the situation we're in. This is what we're going to have to do. It was his idea to uh, figure out a way to blow up the boulder. Otherwise they were yeah. never going to oh, get yeah. past. Yeah. And he know? was the one you and... see making all the small, tiny decisions to not like bringing a branch in to pour the thing down. So it doesn't drip. Yeah. 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 So, we might as well get to it, <laughs> but that's what makes this movie yeah. amazing. So again, we're all friends. We're all getting <laughs> together. We all we all the avoided no. <laughs> yeah, Luigi avoided disaster. Luigi it did not blow up. They blew up the boulder. They're all buddy buddies. Even old Joe in the back now is like you know they're you know at this point Joe and uh, was a Mario. Yeah, kind of, kind of getting along. Joe's calmed down, yeah. trying to be yeah. a little bit more Figuring useful at this point. And they're sitting in the car, hanging out. I mean, in the truck, hanging out. 
And then, you know, the, it goes back and forth. Like Joe and Mario are talking in their truck. And then it cuts to, uh, you said Bimba, right? Yeah. Bimba and Luigi in their truck and they're talking. And then we have the line that Bimba says. <laughs> what was it again? Uh, it's something along the lines of like, if I'm going to be a corpse, I'm going to be a good looking corpse. I'm going to be a corpse. I'm going to be a good looking corpse. Yeah. Right after that, it cuts back to Mario <laughs> and Mario and Joe. And Joe's getting ready. Well, he's putting a cigarette together, I think, right? Yeah, he's rolling a cigarette in the, in yeah. the truck. He was rolling a cigarette in the truck. And this was so just expertly directed, superbly directed, how this happened. They're driving. Uh, Joe's got the, uh, you know, he's got it. He's getting ready to roll it up. All of a sudden, wind blows it away. Right when the wind blows it away, you, you see a quick flash. Very quick. A couple of seconds. And right after that, Joe and Mario look ahead. And they realize within a second that Luigi and Bimba are gone just like that <laughs> right when the movie did such a great job setting it up everything's going well yeah <laughs> everything is smooth sailing baby and they're on a clear stretch of road there's yep. never there's never an explanation as to why it, how, how or why it happened it just done done and, and oh my god we were stunned like yeah. me and my wife over here our jaws dropped we were like Holy shit! It's devastating because you yeah. see it in the distance and like you, you know obviously what happened immediately, and it's just yeah. like oh god, your heart sinks. And then yeah. uh, right after this line, right yep. after the line, in a flash, look at their faces. <laughs> they they realize what yeah. just happened. They're like, oh my god, they exploded. Yeah, just like that. Oh yeah. my god, man, and it's it's fat. <laughs> it's bold too for a movie in the 50s and yeah. i know it's french they were a little more bold than we were but yeah uh yeah. you know even for that i think just killing your your you know two of the main characters off screen essentially in a yeah. big way with no explanation and yeah. uh yeah, yeah. it's shocking oh, but Oh, but the wages of fear is not done. No. They're still <laughs> we're not done. still twisting. <laughs> yeah, we're still going. So after this travesty, uh, they come across the uh, a big moat. No, what? No, the, the explosion area. Yeah. Yeah. And and go ahead and explain that scene. What's going on there? Yeah. So they're driving through the path. You know that the, the the you guys are following. They get to where the truck exploded, and there's no sign of the truck. I think the only thing they find is Bimba's cigarette holder. Yeah. And they find this huge pit that is filling with oil because the explosion burst one of the pipes. And so they're just sort of looking at this pit, this huge, like growing pond of oil. Yeah. And they go, well, we got, there's no way around it. You know, it's, it's a path through the trees. They can't cut around the trees or anything. So they got to go straight through it. And uh, yeah, that leads to, you know, one of the most terrifying scenes of the movie for me. And like yeah. honestly, one of the visually one of the most fascinating too. Um, yes. And essentially, what they have to do, they have to drive the truck really slowly through this pit, and they don't know how deep it is. So and they Joe, can't stop. They can't stop because if they yeah. stop, they'll start sinking. They'll start sinking. They'll get stuck, and they won't be able to do anything. Right. And so Joe gets out of the truck, walks through the pit, sees what's in the way, and he starts clearing this huge tree out of the way. And he's saying, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" 
and and you know Mario's behind the wheel. Like he I got can't stuck. Pop. Yeah, yeah, Joe got stuck. He couldn't move. Yeah. And then yeah, his leg gets stuck, gets caught. He's in the path of the truck. Truck cannot stop, and you know where it's going. But it just like you're watching Joe freak out because he knows where it's going. Yeah. And, and you just see it. The truck has to run him over. It runs over his legs. Yep. And you know Joe is in the oil. And so he's just completely covered in black, and it looks just crazy and surreal yeah. and nightmarish. And you, Mario, I, I was struck by this this last time watching. It closes his eyes and yeah. just goes over because he knows he can't stop. Uh, yeah. God. And it's Joe's like screaming in pain, and yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, this was Ugh. crazy, man. Yeah, like uh, it was just like damn, you know. There was no, there was nothing he could do, you know. Nope. No, of they, course, they, of course, Joe was still Joe was still mad at Mario. He's like, "You you kept yeah. driving." <laughs> it's like, well, what are you gonna do, right? <laughs> you know, and even and and they still had to come up with another way to get out. They still, uh, yeah, oh still yeah, couldn't he, get, yeah, he he couldn't come up the whole way, so he still kind of got stuck. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a a terrifying, horrifying. I mean, that to that's pure horror to me. You know, just the look of it, the feel of it, the sound of it. You know, yeah. it's the, the huge sound of the engine coming closer and closer. And uh, and then when they when he finally pulls Joe out of that pit of oil, you see his leg is just oh, all mangled. Yeah. Oh yeah. And first that's of all, pretty violent that's for back then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was surprised. I was like, wow. Uh, yeah. There are a few movies, a few movies from that time. Like every once in a while, there's an effect that I'll be like, oh god, ow, <laughs> like that that got me. Uh, yeah. That's definitely one of them. His leg yeah. being all floppy outside, uh, after, out of that pit, uh, out of that pit. But uh, yeah, yeah, pure horror, pure horror. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they they make it out barely. And this was a great performance, uh, yeah. you know, uh, from Mario. And this is where, again, character arc, our, our badass turned into a coward, but then went back to you know being useful again and but unfortunately yeah. he does not make it but the performance from uh, the actor that played mario he's really he's trying to keep joe awake mm -hmm. and you could you can tell he feels bad for joe he could tell he starts he's, he kind of cares for him but earlier they were fisticuffs earlier he wanted to he wanted to kill yeah. joe earlier but again character arc you know this guy went from being uh, a, a, a complete asshole, uh, mm -hmm. only cared about himself from the beginning of the movie. And then by the end, you know, he really uh, has grown as a character, uh, showing showing a little bit more emotion, helping others, mm -hmm. and then, you know, trying to save Joe and, and keep him alive while they're, you know, getting close to the their destination. But unfortunately, uh, Joe does not make it. And now Joe is gone. And then the wages of fear says, Oh, we're still not done. <laughs> <laughs> wages of fear says, Fuck you for yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. You think we're done? Hold my beer. Hold on. Yeah. Beer. And Joe, Joe's death too was like traumatizing for me the first time I watched it because it's you know, the movie in a lot of ways has this very nihilistic approach to things and, and the, the meaningless nature of their deaths and, and you know, what they were striving for and all that. Uh, but the, the line Joe says as he's dying you know, is, there's nothing, there's nothing. And then he dies and then they get to the place seconds later. And yeah. it's just, ugh. And again, he's yelling. He, you know, Mario's yelling for him to stay awake. You know, he's yeah. trying. 
and then yeah. barely made. I love how when he finally makes it, you know, they welcome him in, and he Mario just collapses. Yeah, he gets out of the truck, he starts walking, and he just he just falls over because he's he's, yeah. he's 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 exhausted. And that's more beautiful imagery too. That reminds me a lot of um, uh, what is the Paul Thomas Anderson movie? Oh, There Will Be Blood with the oh. fire on the oil pits and stuff like. Yeah, just some beautiful imagery of that. Another classic. Yeah. I drink it up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on that movie. That's another mind-blowing movie right there. Yeah. Uh, but again, Wages of Fear says we're not done. We made not it to done. our destination. We're still not done. Um, so our lead here, Mario, uh, gets paid, you know, uh, was was going to be escorted back to the town. Uh, the the boss had it planned for another driver to mm -hmm. drive him back, and he decided not to do it. He kicked the other guy out. He's like, I don't feel comfortable with somebody else behind the wheel unless you know unless I'm behind the wheel. Yeah. So so Mario gets behind the wheel, and he's driving home. The town hears of uh you know Joe made it, and he's got paid. Everybody's celebrating. You know, mm -hmm. Linda's all happy. Everybody's dancing. We got some happy music playing in the background. <laughs> like, everything's going good. <laughs> Joe's driving around the corners. He's all happy and everything's going great. And I'm just sitting there, okay, something's going <laughs> to happen. I'm like, no, something's going to happen. God damn it. Even, even my wife is like, oh, God damn it. Something, it's not, we're not done. We're not done. We're yeah. not done. And he's just like, everyone's happy. And Joe's just smiling. And then Joe loses control, goes over the cliff. The truck goes all the way down, smash dead. Yeah. And yeah. right after that, <laughs> Finn. <laughs> I, I will admit, the first time I saw that, I laughed. I laughed a lot because I was like, wow. Oh, I wow, laughed too. That. Like, I laughed too. Yeah, because I laughed too, but I was still in shock. Oh yeah, no, it's bull. It's very. My first thought was, well, that's very French. <laughs> it's very French. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, but they 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 couldn't let him get out of it. You know what I mean? Like the story itself, the way that yeah. it's told, like everyone is their own undoing. You know, and yeah. I think it's really interesting. And uh, and yeah. every iteration, you know, the book. Wages of Fear and Sorcerer. No one lets Mario get out of it. You know, he he survives the the drive to yeah. be killed by something else, and uh, I think his own his own. Um, okay, so 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 spoilers yeah. for Sorcerer. Sorry. Oh, sorry. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's the same movie, even though Freakin says it's not. Right. <laughs> it's different. It's different. It's different in, in places. So uh, a lot of people debated that the ending of I can ask you since you got a chance to rewatch it again. Yeah, that the ending of Sorcerer was kind of open ended. You don't know what happened to Mario, but I could have swore I heard a gunshot. So the, the couple what? of guys, he was no, in there. He was in the bar dancing. Yeah, with a, a female, and then these dudes that were looking for him pulled up in the car. They got out. They went in, and I could have sworn as the camera pulled away before credits, I could have sworn I heard a gunshot. But I'm not. I didn't positive. notice it. I didn't notice it. I mean, okay. I assume that there was a gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, in the context of the story, I assume. Right. If you didn't hear a gunshot, it was right after the yeah, they cut to black. <laughs> right. I thought I thought. heard. I thought I heard a gunshot. Maybe, maybe right after the gunshot, if they just said Finn. Yeah. Then, uh... <laughs> and you see his hand fall. Yeah. Then we, would, we would have known. We would have known right <laughs> off the bat. Uh, but yeah, uh, phenomenal movie, man. Uh, hey. Yeah. Oh.
yeah, just it scratches the suspense itch. Um, just wonderful, wonderful slow burn done right, rewarding the audience, terrorizing the audience at the same time. But we love movies yeah. like that; they're fun. Yeah, it's so <laughs> rich with subtext and meaning. It's just like the way it's written is beautiful, yeah. you know, and and the way it's performed is perfect. And yeah. uh, but when, they, they're really bold with it. Yeah, when Mario was driving home, man, I was like, "Stop that! Stop that! Stop yeah. that!" You're Stop having it. Too much fun right now. Yeah. <laughs> Happy music was playing. The town was jamming. Everybody was getting down. Yeah, no, and that's then... the recipe for disaster right Finn. there. Finn. <laughs> that's the poster I should have on my wall somewhere. Just that very just a Oh, you, you, you have one or you're gonna get no, one? No, I should I should. I'm gonna have to get one now. You should get it. <laughs> you should get get that or get this on a t-shirt. Oh, that's smart. There you that's go. Smart. Yeah. Go to come yeah. when someone it'll be it'll be you and me that know what would <laughs> 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 no, people will ask, and then you go, "Hey, have you heard of Wages of Fear?" Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, just phenomenal. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not bullshitting around. We getting straight to the rating. Uh, I'm giving it an A plus. Uh, Wages of Fear, A plus. Uh, that's what I'm giving. The, that's the rating I'm giving it, and I'm sure. <laughs> We already know Billy's giving it an A plus as well. Oh yeah, no, I'll double stamp that right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are Billy's giving it an A plus plus. Yeah, there are yeah. a few movies that have affected me as much as this one still does. You know, even it's black and white. It's from the fifties. It's very dated. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It still hits me really hard after seeing it like I don't know thirty times or something. However yeah. long I've seen it. Great, uh, great storytelling and great filmmaking will always affect and touch someone no matter what the generation it is yeah uh, that's why we hope and pray that criterion channel will not fuck with wages of fear <laughs> well so what i what i thought you were going to say uh in the beginning what? was all the stuff going on with tcm now oh what's going on with tcm the warner brothers just laid off a ton of executives from tcm and the it looks like they're gonna cut it maybe get rid of it get rid of it but a lot of filmmakers came out. I think Christopher Nolan, Steven Spielberg, Paul Thomas Anderson, uh, they all like had an emergency meeting with Warner Brothers to be like, you cannot do this. You cannot get rid of TCF. They're cutting the chant the the the, the streaming that's, service? That's the, channel? the suspicion. Well, the, the suspicion is they're gonna get rid of TCM altogether because uh because they let off so many of the executives. But everyone's like, no, 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 no. It is incredibly important yes. to curate old movies like to to go back to the classics make sure people can have access to the classics that they are sort of you know curated for newer audiences because yeah. I, like the, i had that class to show put this movie in front of my face and be like you have to watch this and yeah then it me away and if people don't have that opportunity to go back and look at the the movies that inspired the movies we love now yeah you know exactly it, well, hopefully it, you're gonna miss out on a whole lot of stuff that you love because cluzo did uh, everything I've seen, I've seen almost all of his movies, and all of them are awesome. And it's like he's a French Hitchcock, you know, like nice. these movies you, you probably never heard of, but there are they're amazing, incredibly crafted storytelling. Most of them are suspenseful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to be checking out a lot of his other stuff now. Now that you yeah. hit me, you hit me up to the guy. Uh, yeah, extremely talented. But yeah, uh, again, uh, wages affair A plus. Uh, awesome. it, you know, and keep. You know, film preservation is very important, and 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 keep the classics the way they are. Stop fucking with shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect as it is. Yeah, <laughs> and in today's generation, that are that are writers and filmmakers of today, 
it's even more important now that they have access to the original classics and stuff like that. So they can be inspired like you to, to make yeah. movies of today. It's very important. You know, uh, the, the last thing you want, you want the, the today's writers and today's filmmakers to have their own creative vision and their own voice, not to be pressured into, you know, Oh, we got to have this in here because, or we have an agenda we got to push. No, have their own voice. You mm -hmm. know, it's very important. It's very yeah. important. That's why you can't, you can't, you can't fuck with the original. Stop yeah. fucking with it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can't, you can't, it's done. What's done is done. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about it. You know, exactly. I, I don't know what they cut from French Connections. A, a slew of things they probably could have cut out of it. Yeah. But like, I mean, that movie's, fantastic it's 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 perfect because it is what it is you can't really go back and undo stuff yeah yeah you know yeah, so, yeah. i agree i totally agree yeah, yeah. leave the classics alone there's there a reason yeah. why they're called the, the classics <laughs> but yeah man this was a, a blast uh thanks again this was a great movie recommendation and i loved the film a plus and oh, uh, my wife my wife loved it and, uh, I'm yeah, glad man, you liked it. I would have felt was, bad. If you, 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 know, <laughs> you know, you know what, you know what our reaction was when we got done watching it. When we got done watching it, we sat there and we were talking about the film a little bit. But we both looked at each other and we both were like, we took a breath. We went, it's so nice to sit down and watch a great movie. <laughs> it really is. It really because is. it's a, you know. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but there's a lot of recent films that have kind of just been meh. A lot of recent movies, big budget, triple A films that have kind of just been eh. Yeah. Kind of been a lot of disappointing, a lot of disappointments, uh, you know, and we're just, we're just kind of like, thank God, you know, like we had to take a breath. We we're like, yay, great movies still exist. They're still out there. And it was so nice to finally sit down. <laughs> Yeah. And watch a great movie. Eventually, we're gonna get to the Flash. Eventually, we're gonna talk about <laughs> Evil Dead Rise. We're gonna get to all that stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. But it is nice to uh, to sit down and be like, "Yay!" You know, there there's still hope. <laughs> there is, there is, and, and and we like people knew how to do it then. We should be able to do it now. You know, exactly. like I think that's that's a nice, refreshing thing when I watch an old movie like this. You know, uh, it, it's. I do kind of miss that feeling too, you know. Yeah, I think most most times if I sit down to watch a newer movie, yeah. not really expecting that same thing. And to be fair, it's like it, we know that's a classic. Obviously, it's a great, it's right? Not, the test of time for a reason. But yeah, there aren't a lot of movies even striving for that anymore. There you go. Well said. Well said um, yeah. for Mister Mister Hanson. So yeah, man, A plus, loved it. Uh, I would love to do more movie reviews with you in the future. Whenever you have some free time, well, hopefully Billy will be a regular here on the channel. But yeah, this man. is the second home. So yeah, man, I could do this all day. <laughs> yeah, man. And don't forget, guys. Uh, thanks again for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the old Samurai guy. Share this video. Uh, spread the word. You know, great films are still out there. They still exist. You know, yesterday I did a live Q and A. I was hanging out, just talking movies, and we were all over the place having fun. And somebody said. People still watch silent movies, and I was like, "Yeah, you'd be surprised, man." Nosferatu, uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. There are some great silent movies out there. You know, yeah. great filmmaking is great filmmaking, right?
So yeah, thank you again for, for watching. And don't forget, look in the description box below so you can follow Billy on Instagram and all that stuff. Keep supporting WellGo USA. Don't forget to check out Billy's movie, Bone Cold, Suspense and Action. That's right. And some psychological warfare thrown in as well. And hey, I'm going to yeah. throw it in right now. I haven't scheduled it yet, but I might as well do it right now. WellGo USA shout out. We got Fist of the Condor and Day Zero from WellGo USA. We got some giveaways here, Blu-ray giveaways here tomorrow at 5 p.m. Hang out with Samurai Guy for a shot to win some Blu-rays. And again, thanks again for watching. Billy, again, second home, buddy. Uh, don't go anywhere. I'm down. Don't go anywhere, Billy. But I'll see you guys on the next one, guys. Keep watching movies. Enjoy them. And that's what it's all about, baby. And always preserve the classics. See you guys on the next one. Take care.